Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Our theme, Christianity and its relationship to politics and pop culture. Pop culture right now. Say hello again to my producer, Brendan Thomas. So my wife has been having control of the remote as of late because she's pregnant. I'm like, oh, I don't want to upset her. Is this so. an algebraic equation? <laughs> Woman with control of remote equals Hallmark movie? Something like or that, up yes. movie? Up yeah. movie for this case, yeah. So we watched two movies, one of which I wanted to talk about specifically. We watched Christmas Wedding Planner, which was was a generic forgettable don't even remember movie and while I was watching I was like man this seems like just like the cheesiest Hallmark movie I've seen in a while did they so have the almost kiss that was interrupted in that's the middle right of the movie? that's one of those things and so and I looked the big at, misunderstanding the last half hour of the movie oh yes for sure and when I looked it up I was like wait a second this says it's an up TV original movie <laughs> I'm like hey my dream job was just offered to me but I've got to be back before Christmas Eve or the whole job is off well in this case what happens is they go out on a romantic date everything's going fine then he says oh man what if she really doesn't actually like me what if she's just there and then she has to leave again oh well I can't see her anymore and then he goes to the bartender and the bartender's like no she really does like you go see her he goes okay I'm like you wasted 15 minutes of my movie now, now Brandon here's a piece of important trivia somebody was actually paid money to write that <laughs> script and they were probably paid a lot of money to write that script I bet you he was 15 minutes short and he was like how am I going to end this or, oh I can have one more scene where he gets a conflict maybe Maybe that'll stretch me out to the 90 minute mark. But anyway, so I wanted to talk about it's from the same director, surprisingly enough. Justin G. Dick is his name. This movie was called Love Alaska. It was made in 2019. For those of you who don't know about Up TV, they are another one of those TV channels that's very similar to Hallmark when it comes to like the drama and the romance. They sometimes have a little more of a twist than Hallmark, but they are very similar. Yes. They'll sometimes try to push more religious aspects into their stuff because they were formerly known as the Gospel Music Channel way back oh, in the day. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Then eventually they started decreasing their music playing like MTV and CMT these days and they started putting in their own original programming henceforth why they have these original movies. So, Love Alaska. Tell me, stop, when you've heard of this story before. A single woman goes to a place where there's going to be a romantic getaway there but she wants to stay single and she does not want to fall oh, in love yeah, with anybody. at the beginning, I'm done with... Ro- and then yep. they meet somebody that they don't get along with at first. Oh, sort of. Actually, and if they're already engaged to somebody, you know that guy ain't going to last the whole movie. It's going to be this <laughs> new guy that's kind of cruddy. So then, I guess you could tell me to stop then in that case. Yes. So, I was uh, going to say stop before you started, but I didn't want to be rude. So no, in this case, this woman is a single woman and she reiterates it over and over. I'm a single woman. I don't need any man. I'm a single woman. And, all. and so she just graduated being a doctor and she's going to be going up to this city called Love, Alaska because her uncle passed away and he passed down a house to her. Yes, there's oh the inheritance thing. Too, Correct. Yes. yes. So and she wants to sell it, but then she falls in love with it. Oh, not, not and it changes her life. Not particularly here in this movie. She's going to be opening up, and you're going to get tired of this word. I'm going to be opening up my clinic. I'm going to be opening up my clinic. I'm going to be opening up my clinic over and over and over. Oh my gosh, you just can't copy and paste over and over on your script. I bet too as well. Anyway, so right there and there, when she lands in Love, Alaska, she recognizes her childhood love interest all of a sudden again, and so when 
They go to read the will. He's invited into the room and they said that, oh, since he took care of your uncle during his dying days, he's passed on some money onto him. But he says he can only give you the house and the money if you guys work together and open up the clinic together. That's worth how the relationship blossoms. They have to work together and settle their differences that they had as children back in the day. And man, oh man, this is tedious to say the least to sit through all this time but my wife is loving every minute of it she's crying at the end this is so happy and such I a- think your wife and my wife would get along just oh, great I think so when it comes to those Hallmark or in this case up TV movies this is where it's all about for sure for them so I do have some pros about the movie here the main guy character played by Victor Deminsky I think is his name but he's been in a ton of other Hallmark original movies so you'll recognize his face or your wife will recognize his face for sure sure he plays this character who has ptsd when the ptsd kicks in i think the film is shot really kind of interesting especially for a tv film it's like a handheld camcorder and it's shaking around his face and he's dealing with all the stress around him because as soon as a loud noise hits that's when his ptsd kicks in and i think that's quite interesting how does this movie interact with this ptsd exactly is the question like how do they solve his ptsd you see it off screen he goes into a story he's like hey by the way thank you for letting me talk to this therapist my ptsd is completely gone. I don't have any anymore. So thank you so much for letting me do that. I don't think one simple therapy session is going to get rid of your PTSD, dude, but whatever. I, these writers seem to think so, apparently. I also mentioned that another pro is that all the performances are okay. There's not really bad acting when it comes to these films. It's just annoying character. Well, you know, if like, they have a 12 concepts. for a dollar script, then there's only so much they can do. With right, it. right. Now this leads to my cons. So here we go. Buckle in for these things. You look a lot more excited about I the am. cons than you did about the pros. I do. Me. I do. So we have really annoying characters. <laughs> so let's start off with Lynette Ware is her name, the actress. She plays Mayor Hazel. Every time she comes into the scene, she's having this baked good in her hand. Hey, I just baked you a pie. Hey, I baked you this pastry dish. Hey, I just baked you this cookie. And I just wanted to come and talk to you here. So you two are going to get into a relationship over and that's over. That's the and other ingredient. The person that sees them together before they see themselves together. Why are you pushing this on them so hard? Calm down. Let them do their own natural thing. You don't need to keep shoving in pastry dishes every time you walk in and say, hey, you're not going to get these pieces of pie unless you talk to that girl. <gasps> Fine, I'll go talk to her. <laughs> we have another character. Her name is Emma, and she's played by Kim Johnson Herhavec. I believe, but she is this foreigner that decides to go to love Alaska. The actual plot itself is once a year, they have this whole week where a bunch of desperate lovers go into town called Operation Love, and they try to find the love of their life over there, and it always has worked. There's always been a success rate, allegedly. I don't know. They say in the movie it is true, but I think it's just allegedly, personally. You can't fall in love with someone within that one week and say, oh, I'm going to marry them. But it happens not once, not twice, but three times in the movie, so have fun with that while you have your head spinning around and crazy with that. Emma seems like a normal character. She's just there to find some kind of love for her. And then she goes on a date with our main guy character because she won a bidding contest to raise money for the homeless people in Alaska. And so they go on their date and all of a sudden her character switches all of a sudden. Oh, I love cats. Look at all my cat binders that I have everywhere and all these cat photos everywhere too. Where is this coming from? Where is this character out of the blue 
coming around. They don't transition that character into that kind of crazy cat lady person. You think this was written on that new computer program that writes scripts? The AI-generated <laughs> ones, probably. So what do crazy women... Like? Oh, cats, perfect. Okay, we'll put that in the movie. Joey Fatone, if you don't know him, he used to be a member of NSYNC. He's in this movie, too. He's actually not that bad of an actor, in my opinion. He was really good in The Christmas Wedding Planner. He was the bartender. He played himself. He's very naturally charismatic. He does nothing wrong. But this movie, for some reason, 75 percent of him has him overreacting making faces looking around like oh i don't know what's going on oh wait you like pastries let me text that she likes pastries sent to my mom and stuff like that that's the big joke of his and then the very last scene in the movie is where two main characters uh, have a wedding and they go off onto the distance and then emma and hank who is played by joy fatone hank is his character name they're like what are they doing and hank goes they're in love and we're in love too so everything's okay today and that's the most normal line he's ever said in the entire movie why was that not his personality see the other thing i have here is that the storylines are just where the writers feel like they're just comfortable with everything for example i thought they could have done more with the ptsd thing like let's say for example the ptsd really affects their relationship all of a sudden i would like to see that because that's a real life thing that people have to go through many people in the military who go off on deployment and they come back they suffer through ptsd how do those marriages make it through with all that stuff that happens and all the stress that could come about in that relationship i would like to explore that more but they just say one therapy session he's cured of the ptsd i don't like how the characters are meeting with each other because they recognize each other it's been 20 years since these characters met i would have liked it more if they would hint at it and eventually they would recognize each other like wait are you no are you and then they start kindling together about like reminiscing about the old times that they had together back when they were 12 years old or whatever age they were back in the day so that's something i think i could have done because otherwise what they did when the movie was like hey you're this person hey you're this person and then that's it i rather have that part of the movie in there because otherwise the ending of the film is again your last minute struggle where he goes listen I'm going through PTSD and so there's no way I want to hurt you more again so I'm leaving even though he never hurt her throughout the movie whenever he had PTSD he just left the room and that's it and he's breathing outside that's every single time he has PTSD so it's not adding anything to their relationship per se in terms of like saying she's getting hurt by him by walking out of the room very quickly she could just easily walk into the room and like hey are you okay do you want to talk about it do you want me to call the therapist that sort of thing but we don't get that and also lastly I'm going to say that the chemistry is just not there between our main characters honestly I can't remember any Hallmark movies where I'm like not believing in their chemistry but this movie here I'm definitely telling you I don't believe their chemistry in the slightest so overall I'm giving this movie a 4 out of 10 I'm giving it a D rating I don't oh, recommend so it so even Jay Robinson does better than this one I, don't go that far hold on <laughs> whoa 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 slow your horses there Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.